Hey, how you doing? I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Listen, today we have a power-packed message for you, giving the seven keys of victories, knowing that there's more than, more than seven, but we want to focus in on seven. Come on back after you're done with this message so we can talk some more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a great day today. Today, Sunday, September the... 20th, there we go. Glory to God. <laughs> Sunday, it's Sunday. Today is Sunday. Right. We welcome you in. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship, and we are excited about what God is going to do here today. This is going to come. Yeah. You are worthy Hallelujah. and wonderful. Lord, you have been so faithful. Even when we were faithless, you have always been the consistent in our lives. And God, we give you praise for just being you. Lord God, we thank you for your consistency. We thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we thank you for just being the alpha and the omega, the beginning as well as the end. And Lord, you do the, the whole middle thing well. God, we thank you for who you are. Hey, good morning, everyone. I hope you have had an excellent week. Um, I've been I've been traveling uh, uh, this week, and I'm excited about what God is doing. Uh, one of the things that I've mentioned to you before this week, I will be um, presenting or preaching um, for a, a group of, of believers, a, a group of other saved uh, of people who want to know um, uh, something. That, you know, there's like there's a lot that's going on in this nation right now, and so. What does it mean when um, we are uh, keepers one of another, mm -hmm. uh, brother against brother, and then specifically concerning race? Mm -hmm. um, now, again, the uh, 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 white brothers and sisters, the uh, black brothers and sisters, the the Latino brothers and sisters, we're all trying to figure this thing out. There's a lot that's going on that is polarizing, or there's a lot that's going on that's separating people, and specifically people of God. And what is God's take on all of these things? So we're going to tackle all of these things on this coming Wednesday. Um, we'll be doing it for the uh, Penn State Interfaith uh, uh, Group. Um, so for those of you who are sitting on the campus of Penn State Harrisburg, we're going to send out some correspondence to uh, so that you can link in um, with us here on Wednesday, the uh, 24th, and you'll hear some more about that. Um, if you want to make sure that I have your um, uh, information email uh, or, or text information, please send it to me um, so that we can get that out there. If you are, if you want to uh, attend this, um, please send us your information so that we can uh, uh, bring you in and let's be a blessing to the uh, people. Um, they have asked if I could record the message so that we can do a question and answering period afterwards. And I'm looking forward to what God is going to do on that side. Come on, turn with me into the book of Luke, Luke, the 17th chapter. And for some of you, you've heard me uh, preach a message around this uh, text before, but to, today we're going to take it in a different direction slightly, um, and we're going to add to some, some things here. But Luke, the 17th chapter, 
and we're going to begin around verse number 11. Luke 17, beginning at verse 11, and it reads, Now it happened, as he went to Jerusalem, and this is Jesus we're talking about, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And when one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Hallelujah. In verse 19, and he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Listen, I just want to give you a... A, a title for this particular message that says seven keys to victory seven keys to, to victory now there are a lot more keys but we're going to focus in on seven why seven why because one seven is the number of completion uh, and there are some things in our lives for right now we have to, we have to grasp so we're going to we're going to talk about seven keys right now to victory. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's look at this. So what is leprosy? Leprosy was a disease of the body that affected the insides as well as the outside of the body. It started with a white patch of skin that becomes numb. The patch begins to spread all over the body and often manifests itself on the face. This makes the, the disease impossible to hide it then becomes it, be, it then be it then becomes or it forms into a spongy like tumor on the face and at the same time attacks the internal organs as well see now watch this the nerve endings become numb so that the the person who is the victim of this particular disease cannot tell when something is hurting him or her like and i'll give you an example of, of burning your hand if we were to burn our hand we would instantly feel the pain of it but this particular disease attacks the nerve endings mm -hmm. hallelujah lepers also would lose uh, uh, certain portions of their their body parts uh, uh, tips of fingers uh, earlobes uh, tips of noses, these things um, uh, would, would fall off because of the damage to the nerves in the uh, body. Hallelujah. The lepers also had a protocol. Why is this important? Because immediately once there was a diagnosis, there was a separation. And, and in the separation, uh, the lepers or the people affected by these things 
had a protocol that they had to follow. One, they could not live among the people due to the fear that they would spread the disease. Two, they were forced to live in colonies. Uh, in other words, they were taken from their homes, their families, um, their neighborhoods, and placed in separate colonies with people affected or afflicted with the same disease. Um, and so when we see these things that happens with lepers, um, oh, I'll tell you what, let me add some more to some of the things that the lepers uh, could not do. Lepers had to keep their distance from people and had to shout out and alert people in the area that they were indeed a leper. Let me give you an example of what it might have looked like. Um, they had to shout out and say, um, uh, unclean, uh, a leper is over here. Um, leprosy, leprosy was one that you couldn't hide it, but you had to announce what you had and give people the, um, the option to, to, to shun you or give people that, um, uh, 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 give people that, that, that time to get away from you. There it is. Um, so with this disease, your business was placed out in the street, uh, and by you. Glory to God. And that was the, the law. Leprosy had to run its course in the body. And the only one who could declare that a leper was cleansed or healed from this disease was the local priest. And if you check out Leviticus, the 13th chapter, it gives you a detailed protocol checklist that the priest had to go through. In other words, you had to fulfill all of those things within Leviticus, the, the 13th chapter, and we're not going to get into that today, but I want you to save that um, for yourself for a later date. Um, so the priest had a protocol that they had to go through concerning uh, the uh, lepers. Now, uh, one other piece that I want to add, that this disease had no respect of person. It could affect men versus women. It could affect the poor versus the, the rich. Not only did it have no respect of person, but here, watch this, enemies became colleagues after this. Like, what do you mean? In other words, because this thing was so polar, polarizing or so exclusive that if you were at odds with anything or anybody, you immediately be, became amalgamated or be, became connected uh, because of this disease. Because, see, you couldn't deal with your family anymore. You couldn't deal with your friends anymore. All you had were the people who was just like yourself. Um, social status was taken away. Um, so no matter where you were with this, um, you all became as one. So why is this important? Let me give you the first key to in order to um, get through this situation. Number one, you first, you must admit you need Jesus and then cry out. You, you must admit you have a need and then cry out. Glory to God. In verse number 13, it said, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Hallelujah. See, now, what I like about that in verse um, 13, there were 10 men who were uh, uh, afflicted with this disease. And here, because they had already 
become um, a, a, a group. They had already become uh, uh, together. They said, Jesus, Master, yeah. have mercy on us. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So they recognized that we all have this thing. Yes. We all have a need. Yes. But there was something about that man, Jesus, glory to God, that they knew that he was the only one who could do it. Let me let me pause here for a second. See, because prior to that, no matter what their economic status was, no matter what their social status was, they all heard about this man named Jesus. Yeah. And because they heard about the, this man named Jesus, they recognized that they had something that only Jesus could fix. See, that's the one thing we understand today. Now, this year of 2020, glory to God, there are some things that are happening even right now that only Jesus can fix. Glory to God. These men came together and recognized there goes the King of Kings. There goes the Lord of Lords. This is our opportunity to be healed. They recognized it. They uh, declared it. They admitted that they had a need. Let me stop here. How many times have you had a need and you just tried through osmosis that, hallelujah, that somebody else would, would just read your mind and, and, and see, like, okay, now, wait a minute, please, I, I don't want to say anything because, you know, I'm a little embarrassed or, or I feel some kind of way, you know, I don't want to put my business out there. But then, watch this, you get mad when your need is not met. He's like, well, can't you see that I don't have a car? Why didn't you offer me a ride? Because I didn't know you had a need. My thoughts or, or, or my attention was on something else. And I would have met your need had I known you had one. Glory to God. So number, number one, you must admit you have a need, number one, and then cry out and then ask for help. You know, the scripture says you have not because you've asked not. In other words, there's so many times that we let our pride, our ego get in the way of our needs being met. We would rather someone look at us and, and identify our needs but before we would say that we have a need. Glory to God. So these 10 men came together and knew that they had a problem. They could have just sat there uh, uh, and, and said, it's not all bad. We, at least we got each other. Um, or, But that would have been a lie. There it is. That the enemy used to keep uh, them separated. Watch this. This is the part that's important. A lot of times, because of our own... Um, a uh, 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 pride, um, we miss the opportunity to um, get healed. Some of us even now don't want to go to uh, a, a doctor uh, um, because like, well, I don't want to go to the doctor because every time you go to the doctor, they always tell you that, that you got something else going on. God has put things in your path right now, but you have to first admit that you have a need and then ask for help. Glory to God. Come on, let's go to number two. God's power is not released until you step out on faith. God's power is not released until you step out on faith. Glory to God. Now, I know that Lauren is, is taking notes, um, so I want to make sure she got that one because I may come back to you for your notes. Glory to God. Verse 14, um, it says, go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. 
as they went, they were cleansed. See, here it is that their faith was not a release until they went. Uh, let me back up a little bit. Their faith was started when they recognized who could heal them yes. by saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Yes. And when they cried out to him, he immediately recognized their need and, and gave them instructions. And in his instructions, he said, go and show yourself to the priest. Now watch this. Nothing had changed in them after he said go. Nothing changed on the outside. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Um, but I like how the scripture says, and as they went, yeah. they were healed. Some of you have not yet moved. Glory to God. You know, one thing when they say, when I'm, I'm going to walk out on faith, walk out on faith, and walking is a verb. In other words, you have to move. You have to move in the context as if you are already healed. You have to move in a context as if it has already happened. And when you do that, you have released your faith or you have opened up the door for God to work on your behalf. Yeah. As they went, they were healed. Now, they could have said, no, can't you at least just touch us or, 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 or something because we still look the same. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. I still see these sores. I still feel yeah. a certain way. Yeah. Glory to God. But their faith was uh, uh, unleashed as they move. Glory to God. And as they begin to move, and hallelujah, they were healed as they went. Instead of all 10 of them headed off to see the priest. Come on, come and on. as they were going, Things were changing. Let me stop there. The reason why your situation hasn't changed is because you're still standing in the place of want. Glory mm -hmm. to God. Your, your situation won't change until you begin to move like your situation has already changed. Hallelujah. And as they were going, things were changing from the inside out. From the inside out. Remember when we, earlier on, we talked about the uh, manifestations of this disease, it affected the inside mm -hmm. as well as the outside. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. I'm going someplace here. Um, you know, uh, as you go, things change on the inside. Mm -hmm. You know, well, wait a minute. I still see a sore on the outside, but I'm not sore on the inside. Mm -hmm. The healing takes place mm -hmm. even before before you see it. Well, yes. let me back up a little bit because I got to talk to the other people who are looking at your source. See, a lot of time we don't want to talk about things because people will remind you of who you are. Okay. People will remind you of what you did mm -hmm. because sometimes the effect of who you were or the effects of what you have done is still prominent. Glory to God. Yes. But God said, hallelujah, Go and show yourself. Yes. And as they went, they were healed. Oh, Listen, yeah. don't get stuck up because you have declared something over your own life. Hallelujah. Recognize, one, that there's a need for healing. Yes. Glory to God. And after you have recognized that there's a need for healing, oh, cry oh, out oh, to cry God out. for the healing. Yes. Glory to God. See, what I like about this in just this step two alone is that 
they didn't wait for someone to tell them that they were all right. They moved, hallelujah, by faith, expecting it to be healed. Many times we have already declared things in our own life. We opened doors in our own life. Glory to God. And so because of that, I don't want to go back on my word. I've already said I was dumb. I already said that I was stupid. Yeah. I already said that I would never do this. I already said that college wasn't for everybody. I already said that I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. See, you've already opened that door. Glory to God. But there is a healer who can fix all of those things that we might have accidentally opened, that we might have intentionally opened, that hallelujah. So if that is you, Hallelujah. Notice the things that is there and then cry out. You must admit that you have a need. Now, for those of you who are watching someone else's illnesses, for those of you who are watching someone else's affliction, stop cussing at them. What are you talking about cussing at them? Stop telling them who they were. Stop telling them what they did to you. You need to forgive them and hallelujah, then cry out on their behalf. Hallelujah. But you don't understand something, Pastor. He stepped on my foot and it felt intentional, glory to God. So every time my bunion acts up, I'm going to have to let him know that he stepped on my foot. I'm going to have to let her know what, what she did, even though I don't feel the pain anymore, glory to God. I just remember what my shoes looked like after they stepped on it. Listen, people can't walk in their healing if you're still trying to lay traps, uh, hallelujah, for that unforgiveness that you're carrying. Oh, stop, preacher. That's another message. Let's go on to number three. Uh, uh, number three, it is good to spend time at the feet of Jesus. It is good to spend time at the feet of Jesus. Verses 15 and 16 of Luke said, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. Let me stop here for a second. As he was going, he recognized, he, he didn't even wait to get to the priest, glory to God. He recognized that things had already changed, yeah. hallelujah. Now, in order for him to get it, he couldn't see what was going on on the, on the inside. Okay. He recognized that the outside began to change, but he didn't wait for everything to change. When he began to see movement, when he began to see change, he stopped and went back. Glory to God. Yeah. A lot of times when someone gives us something, glory to God, we just want to open up the package. Yeah. Glory to God. We just want to get to what's sure. on the inside. Sure. And that's a natural occurrence. Sure. That's why I'm giving you these keys. Yes. It is good to spend time at the feet of Jesus. And so when he came back, he yeah. glorified God yeah. and fell on his face and at his feet, and here it goes, with a loud voice. Yeah. Now, the loud voice is, is, is important because it's personal now. And it's mm -hmm. personal between him and God. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, there's a lot of times we, we save our loudness for each other. I can be loud in enthusiasm um, with you. It's like, oh, well, we got this thing. Hey, God bless us. Yeah, and, and that's good. Yeah. You know, or I can be loud in my disappointment with you. You did this.
this. You did that. Glory to God. But see, there is something about with a loud voice, we declare those things to God because he's the only one that can heal. He's the only one that can fix. He's the only one that can put things back together again. But if you don't stop cussing the very things that you want fixed, then it's impossible for your faith to be released in that area. Glory to God. Let's move on. Let's move on. And after they fell on his, uh, their faces and at his feet, giving him thanks. And this is the part that was important. And he was a Samaritan. Why is that important? See, the Samaritan wasn't content to go to church and just see the priest. He turned and ran back to Jesus and fell at his feet to give him thanks. He wanted a relationship. That's the part. And not a religion. He wanted a relationship, see, because there is something about when you recognize that someone has given you something that is precious, yeah. that someone has given you something that you were not able to get from anyone else, that someone gave you a fix to your problem, yeah. that there was something more because you have done this. I'm now looking for a relationship um, with oh, you. Jesus. You have not only met my needs, but glory to God, but you opened the door to my future. Yeah. And because of that, this man, the Samaritan, uh, uh, wanted a connection yeah. that was greater than just a blessing. He wanted a connection with God. Yeah. The other thing that's important that uh, in, in identifying that this man is a Samaritan is that Samaria or the Samaritan were enemies yes. of the Jewish. Yes. What? Yes, they were enemies. So here you have this man who was Jewish, Jesus, um, who healed this Samaritan who were enemies. And because he, it's amazing what happened when God does something. That very thing that was separating you, that very thing that was dividing you is now bringing you together again. Glory to God. This is where we see the people of God today, yes. black, white, Latino, being separated by issues. But there is a healer. There is a uniter of one that can bring people yes. back together in the faith and as brothers and sisters in, in God. Come on. Uh, 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 the blessings of the Lord is poured out on all people, not just the children of, of, of Israel, but, uh, but only those who are interested in having a personal relationship. God has something else for you. Come on, let's move on to number four. Hallelujah. Feeling thankful is different than giving thanks. <laughs> the nine were very thankful for the healing. They can now be accepted again. They can go back to business as usual. They can pick up where they left off. Hallelujah. They can finally go back to business as we once did business. But watch this. Giving thanks requires us to stop and acknowledge, honor, and bless the giver. Glory to God. Here you have uh, uh, 10 people. Nine of them were very thankful. Thankful, being thankful blesses us. Glory to God. I am so thankful that I'm healed. I am so thankful that God has done this. But saying thank you blesses the one who gave the gift. Glory to God. See, I had, there was one who was thankful and gave thanks. There were nine who were just 
thankful. And we need to understand the difference. You know, uh, when we say, man, I am so thankful for what has just happened. So let me ask you that question. If you have acknowledged just being thankful for something that happened in your life this week, I want to ask you this question. Did you say thank you to the one who did it to you? Did you say thank you to the one who opened up that opportunity for you? Glory to God. And this works in the spiritual as well as the natural. Glory to God. There are so many things that happen even in the uh, 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 children-parent relationship. You know, parents do things out of uh, out of love for their children. Some things are very natural for a parent to do for their child. Hallelujah. But here, and this is the part about being the child, because of this loving kindness that I'm used to, I'm, I just think that that's what you do. And what do you mean? You just gave me $2 million. Okay, cool. That's what you do, right? As a parent. But there is something that happens when that which you have blessed comes back and says thank you to you. Glory to God. It it just opens up a heart of of love and then the feeling of being appreciated. Glory to God. There are so many times, there are so many people in our lives who lacks the appreciation because you just won't say thank you. And that's what thank you does. You know, when when I have a need for a pen and someone gives me a, a, a pen, I am very thankful that I have the pen. But guess what? If I don't say thank you to them, then they won't feel that appreciation yes. or that love yes. or, or that understanding that you just met my need. Yes. Hallelujah. If I don't say yes. Thank you right. to them. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go down, down to number five. A relationship with Jesus will make you a foreigner in this world. A relationship with Jesus will make you a foreigner in this world. Verse 18, it says, verse 18 says, Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Jesus acknowledged that this one uh, was a Samaritan. And I would venture to guess that maybe the other nine were Jewish. So here it is that the one, hallelujah, came back mm. and gave God praise. Wow. Glory to God. And it's something about that when we have God in our lives. There are so many of us who won't acknowledge the fact that God is with us. I'll just park that right there for a second. We won't acknowledge that God is in our lives. And because we won't acknowledge that God is in our lives, hallelujah, we take for granted all the things that he does for us. Remember before when we talked about saying thank you and being thankful. I'm thankful that God is in my life. I'm good. There is something about when we do things for others. Okay, there we go. Thank you, God. Um, here we have, I'm, I'm going to give you an, an illustration. All right, thank you. Uh, a, a parent comes to the school, and in the school, their, their child forgot their lunch. Mm -hmm. So the parent brings lunch for the, the child. But while there, um, their child says, listen, Mommy, um, uh, Johnny forgot his lunch also and so um the mother gives johnny the sandwich that she had um in the car for herself 
that she was taking for lunch. And Johnny, when he got the sandwich from his friend's mother, immediately says, Thank you, because Johnny recognized that he was hungry and he didn't have anything to eat. But the child, glory to God, um, never said thank you to the mother for bringing the lunch that he forgot to, to take with him. So what are you saying, preacher? Some things that we do just out of uh, a normal practice. I've been living with my mother for all these years, and that's just what she does, you know, um, the child was very thankful that mom brought him the, the lunch that he forgot, but he never said thank you because it's an expectation or I'm just so used to uh, them doing this. That's why that this is a key. And remembering that being thankful blesses you. Saying thank you blesses someone else. Glory to God. Uh, uh, we, let's, let's go to number, number six, glory to God. Let Jesus finish what he started in you. Hallelujah. Verse 19 says, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. The last word used here in this verse of scripture is well, and it comes from the Hebrew sozo, which means to be saved because of submission. I'll say it again. It means to be saved because of submission, honor, and thanks to God. Not only the physical body was healed, but the soul was saved. Here's the result of the miracle. Watch this. Ten men were cleansed, but only one man became whole. Glory to God. I want you to know if anyone uh, of you that is listening to me who can say, Thank you, God. Is there anyone out there who can say, thank you, God, for what you have done? Because this is important that we get into that habit. Because if I can't thank God, it's going to be impossible for me to thank my mother. It's going to be impossible for me to thank my, my brother because I haven't made that connection with, I, why do I have to say thank you? Uh, she knows that I'm very, I'm thankful. Remember, thankful blesses you. Saying thank you blesses them. That's the part that's important. That's the part that we're missing here. And let me get to um, the uh, seventh key real quick. Hallelujah. Number seven, and here we go. And we're going to end with this. You have a problem that only Jesus can fix. None of us have leprosy. However, we are all born with an illness, a disease that is that is described as a terminal sin. In yes. fact, you'll find this in Isaiah, the uh, first chapter, and I'm going to cover verses four through six. And it says, ah, sinful nation, a people loaded with guilt. I'm going to stop there for a second. Guilt. Hallelujah. And the reason why we're loaded with guilt, because one no one can make us feel bad like we make ourselves feel bad. No one can. I know of the lies that I told. I know of the actions that I have taken. Okay, that's one. But you need another component here for the other guilt. Glory to God. And, and the other guilt is what other people throw on you. Glory to God. Remember we were talking about stepping on the shoes? Hallelujah. I can't seem to get past my own guilt because, you know, I hurt some people. And because I hurt some people, 
they still let me know that I, I, I hurt them. Right. And because of that, I'm filled, as the scripture says, with guilt. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. A brood of evildoers, children given to corruption. Mm -hmm. They have forsaken the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. uh, they have spurned the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on him. Mm -hmm. From the sole of your feet to the top of your head, there is no soundness. Only wounds and welts and open sores, not cleansed or bandaged or soothed with oil. So here you have Isaiah describing um, what it is that we are going through, what we take ourselves through and what people try to take us through. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. That's the part that's important. What we take ourselves through yes. and what people try to take us through. Mm -hmm. But there is one who can fix yes. all of that. There is one who can get right to the healing of what you need. You may feel healthy today, but if you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus, there is, an, there is a terrible, invisible illness that is brewing uh, on the inside. Like, I mean, this thing is trying to kill us from the inside out, but we have to acknowledge it. If you want something different, then you have to do something different. Yes. Glory to God. You have to break the cycle. Jesus is the only one that can fix yes. this problem. Jesus. Many times, hallelujah, we yes. can identify or call out or recognize all of the issues or the ailments that someone else is going through. But most of the time, we're just trying to deflect because our lives come back and hit us in the face. And so some of us even say, well, the reason why I can call those things out because I'm dealing with the same thing. Uh-uh. See, because I'm, I'm calling those things out because I don't want to deal with the, old, the, the, the ones that's in my life. Glory to God. So I'm going to call your stuff out. Glory to God. I'm going to be uh, self-righteous in a way because I can't deal with those things. I can't heal myself. Glory to God. It's not the same. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm just going to tell it like it is. I'm just going to be a, a whole man about this. I'm just going to be a whole woman about this. And glory to God. It's because those things are broken on the inside inside of us. Isaiah says that we have wounds and sores that's on the inside because we haven't dealt with those things just like the lepers. So let's be very simple about this. Glory to God. Acknowledge it. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, have mercy on us. Master, Savior, Teacher, have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Acknowledge it and let him heal you. And now go in faith. And don't wait for the manifestation. Mm -hmm. Walk out the manifestation. Right. Don't wait for, 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 for the outward appearance yeah. of the healing. Yeah. Walk into the healing. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. You have to move out of that place yeah. uh, in order to get what God is saying. Yeah. You have to move in faith. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to end here. I'm going to end here. But before I go, I want you to remember something. God is the only one that can get us what we need. Yes. And until we, uh, 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 until we cry out to him like the lepers, yes. we can't get the healing. Yes. See, Ray Ray and them can't do it for us. Uh, 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 Shaniqua and them can't do it for us. But Jesus can do it. Jesus. All we have to do is cry out to him. And cry out to him is, is another way of saying go to him and tell him 
what you need. Yeah. Hallelujah. Tell him that there's something going on on the inside of me. Yeah. I'm feeling like this. Glory to God. Oh, there it is. So many of us, hallelujah, um, the world today has, has lied to us. They have said that it's okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay to, 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 uh, 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 to walk in that brokenness the way you see it. But that's a lie. That's a lie. And until you acknowledge Jesus, until you decide that I don't want this anymore. God is here. And that's the thing that's going to get us there. So whether you're in uh, Pittsburgh, like like Marissa, glory to God, or whether you're in Germany, like Lauren, hallelujah, whether you're down in Georgia, whether you are in North Carolina, wherever you are, if you are in Philadelphia, glory to God, wherever you are, all you have to do is cry out and God will hear you. Yes, he will. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for being King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, we thank you for doing the impossible, Lord God. Now, Father, heal us. Lord God, we acknowledge the areas of our lives that are broken. We acknowledge the areas of our lives that we have sores. We acknowledge the areas of our lives, Lord God, that are deficient. And Father, we just cry out to you right now. Master, teacher, Lord God, have mercy on us. Lord God, heal us. Father, deliver us. Father, don't allow us to stay in this same place. But Father, let us be renewed, Lord God. Touch our minds and our bodies, Lord God. Father, some of us are in situations, Lord God, that we feel like we can't get out of. So we're just going to make this thing work, Lord God. Father, I thank you for changing those things. Lord God, I thank you for changing our minds and our hearts, Lord God. Father, you are a good God, and you do all things well, and there are no mistakes, there are no accidents in you, Lord God. So, Father, I, hallelujah, I cast my faith into uh, to you, Lord God. Father, I ask you to do the impossible, Lord. Father, I thank you right now for not leaving us in the same place. But Father, I thank you for a newness of heart and mind, Father, to do your will. Your will is what's best for us. And so, Father, we thank you in advance for what you are doing. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God is doing something for you. He's trying to get something to you. And because of that, some things are going to be a little uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Some of you, there it is. Some of you are desiring even a new grouping of friends. Hallelujah. What do you mean by new? Someone who has the same mind that you have. Uh, And why is that important? It is important because the scripture says it is impossible if people are not in agreement uh, to walk in the same direction. Because one will want to go here and the other will want to go there. What are you talking about? I'm talking about salvation. You know, are you trying to say that, you know, we can't have friends that are not saved? No, that is not what I'm trying to say. But it's a difference about trying to walk in the way of God and or trying to walk in the way of your friends. Uh, See, because I still have friends who are not saved. But 
I don't allow them to guide me. I try to guide, or I'm saying, this is where I'm going. You come. We can still be cool. Because there's a struggle. There's a battle. And if you're not, if you're not walking in a direction, hallelujah, with people who've been there, hallelujah, or people who are battling just like you. See, it's a difference between battling and accepting. Battling and or accepting. Accepting is like, hey, it is what it is. I'm just going to go with it. Battling is like, that's not who I am. So I'm going to fight actively against it. Now let me go to you who are watching um, those who are, are, are battling. Stop shaking your finger or giving acknowledgement. Okay, you're doing good now. Oh, no, no, you're back to being bad again. Stop that. That's not encouraging anyone. That's not blessing anyone. Well, Pastor, you know, I'm just trying to keep it real for the saints. God don't need you to keep it real for the saints. What God needs is for you to uh, uh, release what you see to him and let him take care of those things. Stop giving stop giving people this the scorecard. You're doing good. Oh no, you back to being bad again. Oh no, you're you're good. That's one of the reasons why people who are not saved, like, I don't know about being saved. There's too many rules in being saved. Like you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, how do you know that you can't do that? Because brother brother Spoon over here said I can't do this. He said I can't do that. He's like, I don't know if I want to be saved. Let God do those things. Let God remove the uh, uh, taste. Let God change the hearts of man. Stop trying to do the work of, stop trying to do the work that God does and just be the one that God needs you to be. Glory to God. All right, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. Listen, it's offering time. Um, we are asking that um, you go ahead and send your, your tithe and send your offering to the cash app. Um, Cash App Impact Fellowship that's there on the screen for all those who are participating in this offering time, this time of giving um, and then um, let's wait and watch and see what God's going to do on your behalf for those of you who are not tithing listen this is, tithing is, is scriptural um, you, God is commanding us to tithe Bring ye all of the tithes into the storehouse. The storehouse meaning the uh, the uh, church. Why is that important? It's so that the body can be fed. It's like so when there's a need, uh, it's supposed to come from the uh, church, and that comes from our tithing. You're not giving to Pastor Tony. Pastor Tony has a job. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for a new position. Um, he has a job. Um, but the, the tithing, the, the tithe is for you. And what is the tithe? It, the tithe is 10% of our increase. So where God has increased us, um, there is something that happens. Let me share this with you. Uh, yesterday, yesterday was Friday, right? No, yesterday was Saturday. On Friday, I got a uh, message from my a boss. I was in uh, a meeting and he called me. And he said, listen, man, I, I got something for you. Um, and he let me know that um, my salary was going to be increased. And he said this. He's like, look, brother, you have um, uh, a, a higher uh, a tithe to give on, on, on Sunday. <laughs> um, and I laughed because, one, he recognized 
um, who I am or who I was. And then you recognize what a blessing um, this promotion was going to um, be to the church. That's the part that's important. He recognized that even in this blessing of, of promotion, the church was going to be blessed by it. Yes, you mean tell me, Pastor, you tied to? Absolutely. Absolutely. At one point, um, I was the only person tithing in this, this church. I was the first one tithing in this church. Glory to God. And so it is very important that this that's part of the ministry of tithing. So um, God bless you uh, for, for your offerings. God bless you for those who are tithing. Listen, God is not done with us. Um, he's changing us from the inside out. And if you allow him, he will do that for you. I've enjoyed you today. I am praying for you. If you have any needs, please get in contact with us. God bless you and have a great week on purpose in Jesus' name. Wow, what a good time. I am so glad that, that you stayed for this message. God is trying to get something to us. And don't be uh, misled. Don't be mistaken. God is trying to change us so that we are walking in that newness. God bless you, and I hope you have enjoyed today's message.